This is the Better Reading Podcast platform with stories behind the story, Jane's Be Better Podcast, my book chat with Caroline Overington and more. Looking for a particular podcast? Remember, you can always skip to it. Welcome to the Better Reading Podcast, stories behind the story, brought to you by Belinda Audio. Listen to Belinda Audiobooks, anywhere, everywhere. Hi, this is Cheryl Arkell from the Better Reading Podcast, stories behind the story. We talk to authors about how they came to tell us their story. Sarah Lorenzo, welcome to Better Reading. Thank you so much, Cheryl, for having me. I'm really delighted to be spending the morning with you. Okay, let me introduce you. Sarah is a qualified clinical nutritionist with over 20 years' experience, a speaker, and now an author of the 10-week meal and exercise plan called the 10-10 Diet. She's also the resident nutritionist on Channel 7 Sunrise, where she provides recipes and advice to viewers. Sarah is driven by her passion for helping people find a health plan that will suit them for life rather than fad diets. I am so interested in this subject because I have been a person where my weight has fluctuated all my life. Um, And then I finally found something that worked for me a few years ago, right? But also too, I think people don't understand that there's body shape has a factor. Yeah, look, there's what you're born with. Yeah, yeah, it does. And genetics can play a role as well. So there's things like your microbiome. There's a lot of different elements. Um, And and also how you were raised, your culture. I mean, there's so many factors that really Mm. do influence your body weight throughout life. And I talk about all these kind of things in the 1010 diet. I talk about mineral deficiencies. I talk about thyroid. I just, I go always talk to people about getting their blood tests looked at. And then there is a lot of, there is a lot of reasons why. And I think that's what I really wanted to get across to people was it's just not exactly like you said, there, it isn't a one size fits all for anyone. Like there's people that have huge success doing one thing. And then there's people who have zero success doing mm. it. And there might be issues with metabolism, or it could be issues with relationships with food, emotional eating, stress eating, boredom eating, relationships partners, parenting, exhaustion, sleep. I could go on at low energy, um, deadlines, all that kind of stuff. So I really explain this to people in the 1010 diet and I go through all of that with them so that they can have that sort of aha moment and go, oh, maybe that's me. Maybe I should get my blood done. Maybe I should address my sleep or my cortisol levels. Or, And I want to get people off the yo-yo dieting. I want them to have, as I mentioned, that aha moment to really work out what it is that's hijacking them. I know clinically how people feel when they're carrying too much weight. Now, And I love all the non-scale victories people have when they're at healthy weight, such as confidence and feeling good. I mean, and one of the biggest things, Cheryl, is lowering the risk of disease, cardiovascular disease, type 2 diabetes, all of those kind of things are all of the things I love about teaching people about getting to a healthy weight. So that's basically there's 45,000 words in the 1010 diet before you actually get to the diet of my years of being a clinician and just finding solutions and getting people to, I want people to lose the weight keep it off and enjoy life. I can't, I I spoke to one of my patient 
recently and um, she was 74 and she came to me to lose weight clinically. And I just said within my clinic in Wallara and I said to her, how long have you been on a diet? Because I, I mean, because she's a similar age to my mum. So I know I grew up with a mum who had tried every diet under the sun and because mm-hmm. it was the fashion and a trend and all of them went and did, you know, different programs and, and, oh, I did this and I did that. And then we're in the whole non-fat era of fat-free and, and artificial sweeteners and all those kind of things. And so, and she goes, oh, probably since I was 35. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, it's time to enjoy life and get off the diet and let me show you how. Sarah, what I'm finding more and more, diet books aside, and we'll come back and talk about how you came to write this book, but there are so many people that don't eat this, don't eat that, don't eat, you know, and so their their enjoyment level for going out and interacting with people is shrinking, you know. I mean, there's no doubt that people would have genuine allergies but then there's all these million other things that I think are just, and I remember talking to Nigella Lawson about this, I think more and more they're eating disorders. I cannot stress to you enough how much this actually alarms me. And I find it, I find it really alarming. Mm. So I did a, I did a TV segment on this because I'm trying to teach people, people are obsessed with weight and they're obsessed with appearance and and food and food and what, so I will meet people, people are boycotting fruit, fruit. And then, and then I will say to them, and then they will boycott carbohydrates. And I'm like, okay, we have our macros and our micros. Macros are what, you know, our fats, proteins and carbs. We need carbs for energy. It's part of our, Mm. it's what our body needs, but you need to learn to eat it in the first part of the day when, you know, the the body is receptive to processing um, glucose and we need our energy. So I teach people how to eat carbs. And then I'll say to people who go, oh, I can't have a banana. I'll be like, why? Why can't you have a banana? I love banana. It's fabulous. It gives you energy. It's one of my favourite things for four o'clock when I'm feeling a bit of that cortisol. And it's so portable. Oh, it's just portable. It's yeah. fabulous. And mm. I'll say to them, okay, will you eat a boiled egg? Because boiled eggs are very much diet food. And I, they go, yeah. And I say, okay, your boiled egg's got 75 calories. So is my medium-sized banana. Mm. What's the difference? Mm. Seriously, one's got B vitamins and vitamins, the egg does. Look, I get so concerned about this. And um, at the end of the day, my comeback to that is, okay, so how are you feeling about your weight now? And they'll mm-hmm. say, oh, you know, well, I, I'd love to lose X, Y, Z. And I said, okay, so boy, so not having carbs and not having fruit isn't servicing you. And, that, and so I explain that to them. So I still, in my 1010 diet, I'm a clinical nutritionist and I care about health. And the thing is we need so many vitamins and minerals, in particular things like vitamin C that we get from fruit for our immunity. I want people to eat healthily and that's mm-hmm. my goal. So um, it's a really healthy approach to weight loss. That mm. does include fruit. I still include legumes and nuts and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I I'm I find that deeply concerning, and it's it's um it is eating disordered thinking. So tell me how it is you came to be a nutritionist. It's an yeah. interesting journey. Look, I was a young girl who uh, my my widowed papu lived with us. So he lived with us in our big family up in um, on the North Shore, and he did a lot of the cooking. So I'm one of four kids. And so I was just fascinated with, because he's, he was born in Kithara. So I had was brought up on a Mediterranean diet and I didn't realise the huge impact 
being brought up on Mediterranean food and the healthy relationship that Greeks have with food and and family and sitting down. And I was never, ever told, finish everything on your plate. I was always told, only ever eat until you feel three quarters full. So I was never one of those, eat everything Mm. on your plate. I was taught, I had really good role models. But the other thing that kind of got me into it, I was off becoming a marine archaeologist, Cheryl. I was oh, traveling. Whoa. Oh, that yes. was my dream was to be like an Indiana Jones. But I was diving everywhere looking at wrecks and I was fascinated with, I love history and art and all that kind of stuff. So I've got what's called non-celiac gluten sensitivity. So I just felt really uncomfortable with that as a kid. And uh, at around 15, I kind of picked it up and I ended up thinking, I don't want to live like this. I want to love love my life and feel fabulous. So I just self-taught and self-diagnosed. And I discovered that I actually felt really good with minimizing it and having things like sourdough, for example. So I always love feeling that vitality and that chi, and I love feeling sharp and clarity and that kind of thing. So But then I started a bit of modelling in my early 20s and so I've got a healthy relationship with food because I was brought up with great role models and I feel very blessed for that. And I would see girls starving themselves or not eating all day. I mean, talk to me about your modelling career because you must have seen a lot of eating disorders. I did. I saw a lot of it and just Mm. things like girls. I remember one girl who I did a few um, jobs with and she would have one piece of sushi at four o'clock every day. Mm. That was it, like just a little sushi roll. And I would be waking up having eggs and I would have a piece of fruit and I'd be Mm. having some salad or whatever it was. And I would be like, how can you? It was just unhappiness with it, the unhappiness. Mm. And then, oh, laxatives and and, um, bulimia. Bulimia was rife around that. And I just just kind of looked at that. and And that's when I really decided after that exposure, I thought, I I know I can help people. You just have to eat sensibly. Mm. Just get Mm. rid of the crap. Like get rid of all the processed food. Stop Mm. drinking soft drinks. I remember another girl who would just eat red frogs all day. And I like just feeling my body just humming along. This was another interesting part of the journey that really kind of sealed it for me was when I was, my dad's a psychiatrist. And when I needed a bit of money in my early twenties, there wasn't any modeling jobs. I'd just say, dad, can I come and work for you? Because there was a private clinic in um, the lower North Shore. No, I would go and snoop at the kitchen because the consulting rooms were connected to the clinic. Mm-hmm. So I would be, I would tiptoe down the fire escape and peek over, and I, I was horrified at the um, food that the patients were eating. And I, they were things like that corn and um, that corn and pea tinned kind of things and meatloafy things, and just everything was just it was just rubbish and just piles of white bread. And I remember saying to my dad, "How can people who are here to get well?" eat food like that because that would make me feel sick and he's like Mm. maybe you should really think about doing something with this Mm. Sarah and then I just studied nutritional medicine and I've just never looked back did you um what did you study at university did you study I started a science degree yeah I yes and then I yeah so I started in 1990 Um, (laughs) but that was kind I was kind of like I had this idea of being a marine archaeologist and then I just love science and I love all, I love biology, I love the human body, I'm fascinated by even just that hormone ghrelin. That's what you feel, that grumbling mm. in your tummy when you're hungry. It's a hormone. Mm. It just sends that message to your brain that you need to eat. And 
that the drive of hunger with some people, like you think of people that get hangry and it affects their behavior. I mean, the human body's got this incredibly strong hormone to keep us alive and mm-hmm. force us to eat. If we didn't have that hormone, we would go and do other stuff and just not eat. And I just find all that. I just find the way the human body works fascinating. And I always say to people, you really can't outsmart your body, but you're educated to. Well, I interviewed a writer once who had brain damage. She had uh, growth removed, right? Weight was always important to her. She always looked fabulous and that's who she was. And she didn't have to try that hard to look the way she did. But when she had her second brain surgery, there was something, something that they took out that can't, she couldn't regulate her eating anymore. So she was you know, gaining weight, apparently you just can't stop eating because you are, you have those hunger pains all the time because there oh, is wow. something there yes. that's not regulated. Yeah, well, it goes yeah. to, yeah, it goes to that So it's very back. hormonal, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. And I yeah. talk to people and I say to people when they do my program, I say to them, look, the human body is amazing, but you need to know that we don't live like we did 60,000 years mm. ago where we need to spear some wild animal and, eat, and, and live in a cave and eat berries. We live in a society of abundance. So mm. just know, because I believe and I like to have the metabolism moving along, and I say to people, I like to give people food every two hours in my program so that just, just to keep it going and to keep them satiated and to keep them feeling healthy. And I don't like, I don't believe in any of those extreme fasting methods. And I say to them, okay, so when you feel a surge of ghrelin, I said, why don't you just, you know, be smart over it and go, I wonder how long that's going to last. Oh, it lasts for about five minutes and then it goes back and then it comes back again in an hour. I said, you know that you're going to get food. So there's no need to panic or fret or get hangry. Just be smart over it, but be grateful and that your body's working. When I was studying nutritional medicine, I remember one time I thought I I love, um, I was a bit of a maverick with my own body. So I thought I'm just going to write down every time I feel a surge of ghrelin. And I worked out that my own body surges ghrelin at 8.15, 11.45, 4.15 and 8 p.m., around 8 p.m. every foot. And I thought, oh, my body every four hours releases ghrelin. It was just really interesting just understanding. And the thing is just being educated over it, not buying in or pandering when you're trying to get to a health goal, because mm. it's, it, the thing is, it's that, that journey to your health goal. And I always, I don't like using the word sort of like goal weight. I prefer to say goal, health goal, because to me, goal weight is about being healthy mm. and, and being healthy. My definition of healthy at goal weight is where you, you're not creating disease and you're mm. not gaining weight. So eating where your body isn't gaining weight or isn't getting into a disease state, such as, you know, increasing cardiovascular disease is my idea of what healthy weight should Mm. be. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So tell us, what is the 1010 diet? The 1010 diet is how to lose 10 kilos the healthy way. So it's all about healthy weight loss. So it's 10 kilos and the average is 10 weeks. And what it is is, so in the book, you get the full diet, you get the recipes after you've read through, as I said, 45,000 words of my brain, basically all over those pages and everything we've discussed, roadblocks, all my secrets, tips, tricks, everything I share, everything. And so I'm very much a believer. I love, you know, preserving the human body. Like I don't ever want to take muscle off the body or I, and I want people to be beautifully hydrated. So I've created this diet where people will fall into it. I've worked out that line, the fine line of ketosis, where you can still have some fruit and you can still, you know, be nutritionally balanced. It's full of lots of vegetables. It's really healthy. It's um, it's a really healthy approach to weight loss. It's three meals and two snacks within the program, but it's all based on a lot of research on what foods to have when, from then, when to when, which I've done. And I don't go into a lot of the, you know, the breakdowns and the calorie counting and that kind of stuff because I want people to learn that themselves through their own visuals. So basically it's a it's a program that's designed at fat loss and the human body can't really lose more than, on average I see from my clinical experience between once you've lost all of the body fluid which has been retained with, once they've dropped a bit of body water, then they fall into that nice kit, nice fat burn where they'll lose about between 0.8 to 1.2 kilos a week. Now, the diet, I, I address plateaus, everything that everything that could happen, any question you could possibly ask is answered in the book. And so the first sort of two weeks is just really getting into the swing of it, enjoying the food, doing, it's new to so many people doing the food mm-hmm. prep. And then I believe in um, low-calorie fasting. I don't believe in, in um, as I said, time restriction. I believe in low-calorie. So at, in the end of week two, we, we sort of amp it up a little bit with a little bit of um, intermittent fasting. So we just go down, drop down to 600 calories one day a week for four weeks. And then a lot of people, Cheryl, usually around um, weeks four to five of their any kind of weight loss program will go, oh, it's too much, I've had enough. So, mm-hmm. And that's what you see. People just, can't, I can't be bothered anymore, whatever. And I've lost four or five kilos, so I'm okay. And that, So that's where you see compliance, Paul. So what I've done in the middle of it in weeks five and six is I've stopped the program and I threw a detox in there. Now it's not a detox because I don't, we detox all the time naturally mm-hmm. through our liver and kidneys and our gastrointestinal system, sweating, et cetera. So what it is is actually it's a whole, change it's nutrient dense deliciousness where you're getting all of these greens one day and you're getting all of these reds like lots of antioxidant support so it's a time to stop it's the only time in the program i ban alcohol you can still have alcohol i'm a realist cheryl i can can still drink your coffee i'm not taking that away from anyone have your drinks No, no way in the world am i doing that but only in the two in weeks five and six do i withdraw i would just say look just no alcohol and i tell people what do you want what do you love doing it's a time for you stop reflect look at relationships, look at friends. You're eating all of this nutrient, you're loaded with nutrients. You're feeling really good. That's, and, and I'd say to people, stop and think, what are your goals? What reassess where you're at? Where do you want to be in life? So it's, 
It's just a time for you. Do something you love. Go to a gallery. Go and do a ballroom dancing class. Go for a hike. I want people to be really kind to themselves because what I find, and I'm around people all the time, is people aren't really nice to themselves. They're nice to everyone else. They're great employees. They're great partners. They're great mothers. And I'm like, and I say to a lot of my patients, if you treated your friends like you're treating yourself right now, you're not going to have any friends. So treat, Mm -hmm. you're your best friend. So when people talk about it, emotional eating and stuff, I say to them, well, if I was emotional, would you walk up to me and go, oh, gosh, Sarah, you're so emotional. Here's a cake. Mm-hmm. No, you wouldn't. You would say, look, you're really emotional. What what, what would make you happy? And mm-hmm. so I talk about those kind of things in the middle of two weeks because I want people to have a lot of self-love and self-worth and get on with it. And then the last four, so you've done the detox and it also changes the pace of the program because it's a very holistic approach. And then the last last four weeks, you I amp it up with two of the fast days, which I, I call fast days because they're low calorie days. And then you go on to a maintenance plan. Now the 1010 diet itself is a wonderful baseline for when it's be- it's full of wonderful proteins with each meal. And I just and I've got vegetables and I've got lots of it's it's a really healthy approach. So when we start to really learn healthy eating, because I teach people a new normal. Your old normal was abnormal because you it's not working. A, yeah. It's not working. So I'm saying, right, swipe all that, scrap all that. We're going to start with your new normal eating. And we use the 1010 as a baseline to then bring in healthy relationship with carbohydrates. When do you eat them? They're our macros, as I said, for energy. You have them at breakfast and lunch and enjoy them. You just don't sit there and load up with them at night because you're going to go to sleep. It's not logical. Micros all the time, vitamins and minerals you get from fruit and vegetables. So, And then I go into a healthy eating plan where I teach people their new normal So diet. tell me, um, I mean, you sound like you've got a very successful pra- practice. So how did you carve out the time? to write and develop this program. Has it been coming for a long time or tell me how? I'm a single mum, three kids. I've got three daughters <laughs> who are 12, 17 and 19, and I have been a 100% single parent. So I haven't been co-parenting. Right. I have been a 100% single wow. parent for over yeah. 10 years. And working full time. And yeah, and working, and I just—it's day by day. I don't, I don't, mm. I don't look beyond a week because if I did, no. I could fall apart. <laughs> That's um, the way to go. <laughs> yeah, just I yeah. just don't look just beyond think about it. Now. I wanted my girls to have the best education I could give them, and I remember looking at the school fees, thinking mm-hmm. I w- it was catastrophic, and I went, you know what? I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. I'm going to live in today. So I'm very big believer in, I'm very big in the moment. I just love being, and I live in, I live in a week within a week's moment. Um, so how did I come to writing the 1010? So it's a little bit of an interesting back journey on that. So years of working in as a clinician, um, single mom. So I was working in other people's businesses over the years as a clinical nutritionist. And, and I just think, you know, I love mistakes in life. I think mistakes are fabulous because if you didn't have them, you wouldn't learn. Mm -hmm. I learned from every mistake. So I would look at a patient and they would come in and I would so I'm always taking notes and configuring things and working things out. And Well, and I guess for you too, you see the change. You see the physical change, sure, but I bet you oh, you see the personality and emotional changes I as see, well. I, I've, yeah. I've got a lady now I saw yesterday. She couldn't even look me in the eye two years ago um, mm. just with such, such self-loathing, which broke my heart. I saw her. She's looking fabulous and she's dating. 
She's mm. a divorcee and now she's dating and you couldn't wipe the smile on her face. That is why I do what I do. Mm. How did I find time for that? Well, basically, I just, I've, I've got a journey in my life and, and I'm put here to help people and I believe that truly. I've been put on this planet to help people. I'm confident in my, in my I believe fully and wholly in the message I'm giving to people. I know and I, I know it's from the bottom of my heart the best health, best possible health advice you could ever give anyone. So I created this program. So I just thought, how can I really help people? And it's just years and years and years. People go, oh, you wrote the 1010 diet. And I said, no, no, no. I did 20 years of reading and reading and, 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 and then patients would come in and it wouldn't work. And I would say, try this and try this. And then I'd find things that worked. And I would find more things that worked. And then I just discovered, and I, and then, you know, I think also growing up the daughter of a psychiatrist, mental health was very much big on my family's agenda because, you know, you live with a psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I think all of those things, everything, it just is my childhood. Like I said, everything just came together. And, and then about four years, no, in 2016, I just, I had to broaden my voice. And so I just decided that I wanted to get my voice. I wanted people to hear more of what I say because I really want to help people. And I wrote a little tiny PDF that I sold off my website. And it was just this PDF. And I really wanted to help people. And I'd have people say to me, oh, how do you look like that? And you've got three kids and you're single parenting. And I just said, and I just realized that people wanted more, wanted to know answers. So I wrote the PDF. And it did really well. And so then um, I got, a, I wanted to speak more to people. So I um, got onto radio. So I got into the radio and I would just talk to people out at Macquarie Media and it was fabulous. So I was on with Ed Phillips and we had this radio show called Talking Lifestyle. So I got into radio, that finished. And then um, I ended up at Channel 7 four years, oh, wait, coming up to four years ago. And I look at my segments on TV as an open consultation. Mm. I'm here to help people. On none of my segments will you see a brand because mm-hmm. I am not an infomercial. I'm not a sellout. I'm true to what I believe in. I'm not there. I want to ask you one more thing, and I've been hearing a lot of people talk about this, lady. People are getting that belly banding and people that I think, you know, aren't even that big. What do you make yeah. of that? I, I find that heartbreaking. I find that. Okay, Why is it so prevalent? Because people are looking for quick fixes. People people mm. are looking for, and this is the whole thing. So I've got a couple of patients who have got, done that. They've ended up with reflux. They've mm. ended up with an enormous amount of like gas. Oh, I know like, this it, woman. It just went so terribly bad no. for her that she almost died. It is. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. Mm. I don't agree with the procedure. Mm. Um, I do not agree with it on any level. I find it actually alarming because it's not teaching people to change their ways. What well, and also do. too, doesn't include the biology of the body, like the hormonal, you know, urges that you get for eating. I mean, it doesn't Absolutely. kind of marry up, does it? No, it doesn't no. marry up whatsoever. And and the and the thing is, it's just not that. It's not a healthy mindset. Mm. It's a short solution with long-term consequences I've seen people and dangerous dangerous with constant reflux of constant Mm. vomiting and these people that I see who have come and I've got I can think of right now of two that I've seen recently who've had it done I said you should reverse it you know what oh you can yeah you can take the banding off right and I've said to them so what they end up doing is because they haven't been taught a healthy relationship with Mm. food they eat twisties because they melt and they drink champagne. So they find foods that melt. So it's not changing anything. They've still got their old well, mentality. Yeah. It's not, 
Yeah. Just it's, it's so it's heartbreaking. So much. I'm here yeah. to change the world. <laughs> oh, good. All right, Sarah. We're out of time. The book is called oh. uh, The Ten Ten Diet, and congratulations. And I, 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 I'm so thinking it's going to change so many lives. You know, uh, it already has. It is. It is. Yeah. It's a wonderful Facebook community that um so that everyone can support each other that I've created. And if you ever had a look in that Facebook community, it is the most wonderful, positive, divine group. It's incredible. So I. That's a little, that's for me wanting to extend myself to be able to feel, because I believe and we all need to support and care about each other. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you so much for your time Thank today. you. Thank you for having me so much. Thank you. If you'd like more information about Better Reading, follow us on Facebook or visit betterreading.com.au. This podcast is proudly sponsored by Belinda Audio. Belinda audiobooks are available on CD and MP3 from online booksellers and bookshops everywhere, or you can download from Audible, Google Play or the iBook Store. We've also created our own app called BorrowBox that's available from both the App Store and Google Play. All you need to do to get it working is to download the app, join your local public library, and you'll gain access to the world's best collection of e-books and e-audiobooks available for you to loan on your phone or your personal device. Belinda, we're here to enable you to escape, imagine, grow, and be inspired through the power of storytelling. Belinda Audiobooks. Anywhere. Everywhere. on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you enjoyed this podcast, leave us a review and check out the other podcasts on the Better Reading Network.